Welcome to No Time Like Now, where an aspiring artist and an aspiring filmmaker try to educate you about current events. I'm the aspiring filmmaker, Sumana. And I'm the artist, Yasmin. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about fad diets, or just dieting in general. Why do people do it? What are the reasons for it? If, is it good? Is it bad? We're going to tell you right now. <laughs> we're going to tell you what the real secret to dieting is right now. Right now. Because <laughs> um, there is. No time. No. Like, no. <laughs> no. no. The door's over there. Anyway. Okay, so I think one of the reasons we chose this, or I was kind of like, over the weekend, I was like, we're doing this, Sumana. And she was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's the one that, she's honestly the one who does the show, so. No, you're, I'm just here. shut up. Shut up. You basically do all the work. Uh, I'm just the okay. crazy <laughs> brain who like, is like, we're doing this. And then I'm like, okay. And Sumana's the one who like, actually does the work. Anyway. I try. Anyway, anyway, yeah. The reason I think I was thinking about doing dieting is because like it's the beginning of the year still, or it was, and now it's when this episode comes out, it's probably going to be like February something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at, at the beginning of the year, people were all like, "I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to lose weight. 2020 resolution. Woo!" And um, then January second, they're like, <laughs> "I don't feel whatever. like getting up. I'm just going to eat hot Cheetos on my couch." I mean, that's all, that like was me. that was what I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also me. <laughs> But that's why I thought this was really interesting, especially, like, because, like, food is such a big part of our lives. And, you know, I don't know. It's just, it seems very important. And, like, it's all around us, this whole idea of, like, dieting and being healthy. And, like, I guess you could say, like, diet culture and stuff like that. So I just thought it would be interesting. And also, I was looking at doing, like, an episode about, like, gluten-free or something. But I was like, I don't know how to make that a full episode. And also, I was, like, doing a little bit of internet research, and I could not find anything, like, that interesting. So, whatever. Besides, <laughs> like, gl- gluten is not good yes. for you. There's a lot of people with gluten intolerance, apparently. Self-diagnosed. And then there's people who have, like, celiac and actual gluten intolerance. And then there's just people that don't want to eat gluten. Gluten? Evil. The, um, that, that is Satan. Gluten is Satan. Is that the new propaganda they're trying to push? <laughs> yes, gluten is Satan. Uh, do you see that piece of cake over there? Satan! <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> oh my gosh, propaganda. Okay, anyway. When were we supposed to cue the music? right now okay okay sorry music cued let's go okay okay i guess we should go over like our segments or something i'm in like a rambly mood today oh my god i hate it this is gonna end up being like an hour long sorry (laughs) the thing is like i tried to keep my research pretty short too but whatever sorry anyway so what are the segments yes thank you for leading me into that Mm -hmm. (laughs) our first segment are kind of like the origins of dieting or like early diet solutions so this is anywhere from like bc to like the 1950s ish 1990s to me recent would be like anywhere from like 2010s to like now 2020 ew i can't believe it's like no okay all right and then um the next segment we're gonna be talking about is the most popular diet plans going on today so like veganism 
Paleolithic diet, the 5 to 2 diet, Weight Watchers, and the infamous Keto diet. Oh my god. We're going to be talking about all those in segment two. Uh, segment three, that's probably where we're going to be rambling most because we're going to be talking about pros and cons of diet culture. Mm-hmm. And the pros and cons of diets in general and all that cool stuff. Yeah. And that's, I think, are going to be like more of our like, that's my opinion. <laughs> it's going to be our opinions. Yep. But yeah. Uh, but if you want the actual like information and stuff, uh, the first two segments are the meat. It's keep it halal, <laughs> Which I <bro>. mean, <laughs> keep it halal. And if you're <laughs> vegan, just skip it in general. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to make so many jokes. Um, I'm excited. A- anyway, I should probably start this segment. Okay, so origins of dieting. The word diet itself is derived from the Greek word. As everything uh, is. If most things, Latin, mm-hmm. Greek, whatever. Yes, mm-hmm. it works. Or it's it's like a word slash concept. Um, and I don't really know how to pronounce this, but uh, diatia or diet di- so- something. D-I-A. D I A I T A. It sounds like, I bet it sounds like diet, so dieta. Sure, dieta. <laughs> I hated myself for that. Anyway, this concept is supposed to represent a way of life, just like the way people eat, drink, exercise, and live. And while this sounds nice because it's like, it's uh, promoting like, I don't know, healthy living. Greek culture during this time had like this idea of the ideal person, which was a male who was slim and athletic and wow, naked, (laughs) naked, naked. And we can kind of see how this idea carries on through history and onto modern society. One thing I wonder about is would this idea, if the Greeks hadn't enforced it so much, like would this idea still be prevalent in our culture today? Like is this just something in general that we idealize or is it, you know, something the Greeks were like, we're going to do this? <laughs> mm, I think it all started, I think it mo- mostly stems from Greek gods because Greek gods and goddesses are always seen as like the superior beings. Mm-hmm. And the Greeks came up with like how what made them superior. And most of the time it was like being slim and being fit and you know, all that cool stuff. So I think like our concept of a healthy person is being slim and being athletic and it dates back all the way to Greek times. So I can see that correlation. But yeah, I don't know if that answered your question or not. I kind of, I think like (laughs) the God part is like interesting. It's like, we have to be like them. We not like we have to, but like we aspire. We aspire to be like the gods, even though the gods aren't real, but you know, (laughs) well, they don't know that. <laughs> oh, they. Do you see that lightning over there? That oh my was God, my Zeus boy. Is having a bad day. That was my boy Zeus. <laughs> my boy Zeus. Um. Anyway, yeah. And then one thing I want to enforce is like, just because you're slim does not mean you're healthy. I mean, look at me. My bones. My. Yeah, she brings like a box of Oreos with her. I school do not every day. Okay, I did once. Okay, it was like a Tupperware that was like three inches tall, <laughs> full of Oreos. Oh my God. Thin Oreos, might I add. <laughs> Thin Oreos. They weren't double stuffed. That's even worse. I, they weren't double stuffed. <laughs> okay, well, you still had like a box full of Oreos. Yeah, okay, but I, I did. Okay, but her brother's actually a lot worse, so <laughs> we're calling you out. No, the reason I brought those Oreos to school were because we were having like a little party in art class and I was like, I need to do my part. So I just brought a Tupperware full of Oreos. And then you opened it during lunch and you're still eating it. Yeah, then I started, I got hungry. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. But anyway, what I'm trying to say, I... 
I'm like severely underweight, but that doesn't make me healthy. Like that just makes me underweight and like probably really unhealthy. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. Cause like I'm the opposite of athletic. Yeah. So. And I'm the opposite of you cause I'm overweight and chubby. I got a lot of chub. You're cute that way, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, my diet consists of hot Cheetos and soda. Okay, but also me. That's like really Ew, bad. We're like but... the worst example. <laughs> Why are we talking about Why this? We ta- we're doing this. We're talking about diets so that we can follow them. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> let's get to that part. Yeah, well, once we get there. Anyway, okay, so that's kind of the very early origins of dieting, plus uh, all of our random banter. Yeah. And so also there's something I want to jump to, which is uh, the food pyramid. So, you know, <sighs> we're going to jump like several centuries uh, the food pyramid, which it was d- it debuted in 1992, and if you remember, it has like the carbs at the bottom, and then it's like fruits and vegetables, and then dairy meats and dairy and stuff like that. They made us color it in like every year in elementary school. Yes, so that was debuted by the government, and actually, it is is a lie. <laughs> yeah, why is it a lie? Okay, so let's go back for a second. The reason why they created the food pyramid was because in the 1980s, heart disease was kind of like public health enemy number one. Uh, and because. studies had linked fat to heart disease. That's why fat is like so tiny. Yeah. Fat is at the very top along with like sh- like sugary products and stuff like that. And it's like, like ew, nasty. That's bad for disgusting. you. Disgusting. So now you're probably wondering why are carbs all the way at the bottom? Carbs are actually not very good. And and so, like I said, why are they at the bottom? Because there was interference from the food industry. And you know how like actually says like six to eleven servings on the food pyramid. When in reality, that is way too six much. to eleven. Six to eleven servings. Jesus Christ. Way too much. Um, Even I don't eat that much grain. Yeah. And so Lewis Light, who was the leader of the group of top nutritionists who developed the food pyramid, said, Our recommendation of three to four daily servings of whole grain breads and cereals was changed to a whopping six to 11 servings, forming the base of the food pyramid as a concession to the processed wheat and corn industries. Wow, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So honestly- Wow, the government really- messing with us right now yeah so honestly like this nutritionist was very, like pretty upset about it and like as uh, nutritionists w- yeah maybe. and as someone who's qualified like with food that's what the what the hell like uh, <laughs> uh that's what she said like wait yes also she mentions that like wording in the food yeah wording in the food pyramid was changed and then i'm gonna quote her changes were made to the wording of the dietary guidelines from eat less to avoid too much for things like sugary foods and fats and stuff like that. Yeah, because that makes it seem like it's, you can eat a lot, but don't eat too much. Yeah, or it's basically. like... Or try not to eat too much. If you just much. say, like, eat, le- eat less to avoid too much, it's like, you know, it's not, t- it's not like, telling you directly, like, eat less of this. Like, it's not, like, a direct, like, command. It's more like, mm, you know, avoid too much. Mm, just try not to eat, like, too yeah. much of it. You know, but you can still don't, definitely eat it. Don't, you know don't like, don't, like, eat spoonfuls of sugar. Yeah, but like it's okay. It doesn't make the medicine okay. go down. Just that was bad. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so ever since that food pyramid debuted, obesity has increased over time, likely due in part to that food pyramid because carbs, like I said, are not that good for you. At least not to that extent. Carbs are death. 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 I meant to go deeper. Um, carbs are death. Yeah, I can't. Do oh that. my goodness. You sound like you have the flu. 
I actually don't, though, surprisingly. Oops. I'm about to knock this table over. Don't do um, that. Anyway, that food pyramid has now been replaced with the food plate, which says, like, half of your plate should be fruits and vegetables, and then the other four, one fourth should be meat. Eat your spinach, Timmy. <laughs> That's what the food plate says. <laughs> and then one fourth should be meat, and one fourth should be carbs. So uh, this is much more reasonable. We're kind of more on that I can, veggie diet. I can vibe with that. Yeah. I the, mean, I can't. That I mean, passes the vibe check. I can. Yes, it passes the vibe check. But am I going to do that? No. <laughs> am I gonna Eat your keep spinach. Eating, am I going to keep eating carbs and that good sugar? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm the worst example. We're terrible. Don't listen to Yasmin about anything. Don't, yeah, I'm like, I'm like the little devil on your shoulders. Like, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. I'm really hyper today, bro. I don't know what happened to you. I think it's just like... Did you have sugar? Actually, I haven't had like like a real meal today. That's weird because usually that would be the opposite of hyper. Yeah, I know. I wonder what's going on. Maybe I'm like on an adrenaline rush. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, let's keep going. Yes. So let me go back. So... I'm going back again. Yes. So remember how the Greeks were like diet, blah, blah, blah. So here's a couple of diets throughout history that were kind of crazy and weird and probably aren't true. Um, and shouldn't happen again. Yeah. So these are just examples of fad diets. And we experience fad diets today with like, you know, keto and stuff. Like We'll get these. to that. Yes, we'll get to that. But here's some fad diets from history. So in 1028, William the Conqueror's liquid alcohol diet. And this guy... Oh, Jesus. He died. So, yeah. <laughs> we know how I that mean, went. This, I mean, like, he died because of the diet? I Well, I think, like, the, that definitely had something to do with it. Actually, I think he, like, I think he died through, like, a horse riding accident. I'm not sure. But... Oh, that sucks, bro. Um, it was weird. Yeah, just don't drink only alcohol. He didn't live very long. I know that. And mm-hmm. I feel like part of it was because of this alcohol diet. But mm-hmm. anyway, in 1558, the immortality diet was the thing. Um, and this Italian nobleman, Luigi Carnaro, <laughs> Luigi, Luigi, restricted himself to 12 ounces of food and 14 ounces of wine a day. So that's more liquid than food. Uh, also, 12 if, ounces a day? Yeah, it's not very much. Jesus. Apparently, he lived until 102, but I'm sure he was an anomaly. An, yeah. an anomaly. An <laughs> anyway, in the late 19th century, ew, this is so disgusting. I was like talking to my teacher about this. Fletcherism was created by Horace Fletcher, who believed that people could lose weight by chewing all solid foods until they became a liquid form before they swallowed. Disgusting. That's, That's so, so gross. It's like, ew, can you just imagine doing that? Think about no. it. Close your eyes. I don't want to imagine Close your it. eyes. I'm not imagining Shh. it. Okay. Shh. Close your eyes. I'm closing them. Okay. Now think about chewing your food. Now think about chewing your food more. Okay. Keep chewing your food. Keep chewing it. Is it a liquid yet? Sure. <laughs> now swallow it. <laughs> That's my swallow. Ew. It okay. feels like it feels like you're reverse vomiting. Ew. ew That's the best way ew, to put it. Ew. <sighs> <laughs> Disgusting. So this this shouldn't come back into trend. Yeah, don't do Fletcherism. Anyway. Eat food like a normal person. Please. But that's like a thing that like still people believe in today. Not the eat until liquid, but like chewing your food oh, like a lot. Yeah, chewing um, your food doesn't do much. I don't like, I don't think so. I mean, of course, like don't eat like bread whole. But, like, yeah. No, don't like. Um, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> but I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's not that deep. Uh, <laughs> it's not that deep, Karen. Karen, stop, Karen. Eat this biscuit, Karen. <laughs> 
Sorry. Anyway, okay. keep going. And then, so in the 1950s, another trend for dieting takes place, and that is the diet pills. Wow. Um, and diet pills were made of amphetamines. We know what those are. Drugs. In case you don't know, stimulant drugs are amphetamines, and some examples include meth, Adderall, <laughs> and Adderall. speed. Speed. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Dramatic effect. So these kind of gained a reputation for being strong appetite suppressants. And fentermine uh, was known as mother's little helper. Uh, and it's still on the market today, apparently. I forget what source I read that from, but I don't know wh- when that was dated. But it, it looks sounds somewhat recent. It sounds illegal. Yeah, so, it sounds illegal. But I mean, CBD shops are popping up everywhere. Well, okay. I imagine if weed was a diet fad diet thing you know what i feel like that might be a thing. for some people it probably definitely does produce some sort of like um appetite suppressant effect anyway yeah, so uh it's still on the market today and it's known as an energy boosting drug so um when you have like stimulant drugs such as like meth or adderall or speed there's like this feeling of being like tweaked out which is just like you just feeling insanely uncomfortable Whoa. and paranoid and like gross oh. And Ew. in order to escape this tweaked out effect or whatever, companies combine different drugs slash like chemicals, compounds, things together, such as, get this, thyroid hormones, along with amphetamines and several other things. And these were known as rainbow diet pills. Oh my God. Um, um, um. Okay. Anyway, like messing with thyroid hormones in itself is really bad. And like, I know this because like I have like a thyroid disorder and mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about this kind of thing. Yes. Just like having your hormones at a place is um can affect like your whole well-being. So like just like thinking about like messing around with that through like just lose weight or like do these diet pills and then mixing thyroid hormones with like things like meth. Sounds um, like a great time. I don't yeah. know about you. People definitely suffered because of these rainbow diet pills. And they were called rainbow diet pills because like the mixing of like several random compounds together. Wow. Anyway, it was a huge industry and people made a lot of money. But also side effects. Lots of side effects. Yeah. Also, it just goes to show like how crazy people are about like reaching the perfect form, and especially for women, it's like, you know, it's the female body is so like idealized and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And <laughs> thanks, Greek people. Ugh, Greek people. <laughs> anyway. Or ancient Greeks, not current Greek people. Yeah, ancient y'all are Greeks. fine. You're chill. <laughs> anyway, we love Greek people. My last point is the idea of like fasting to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um. And apparently this is one of the most ancient healing traditions. And the Greeks believed, of course, the Greeks. Uh, the <laughs> Again, Greeks, the Greeks. <laughs> the Greeks believed fasting improved cognitive abilities. And there's like, people still practice like intermittent fasting today, mm-hmm. which is just like fasting consistently and controlled. Kind of like but, how we do it for Ramadan. Yeah. But that's not I, for diet purposes. That's right, mostly... That's for spiritual and religious purposes. So I think it's different. But it has diet. Kind of. Diet qualities. Yeah. Or not qualities, but like... There's you can lose weight because of it, but that, yeah. that's not the point. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. fasting to improve cognitive abilities. Okay, in my opinion, that is so not true. Yeah, when do I'm you, fasting, all I do is think about what I want to eat. I just feel like crap and like my mind's so fuzzy and I'm like, oh, I just want to go home and sleep. Yeah. So I don't know about that, honey. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was ancient times. Yeah, so and like, I'm sure like... Maybe their, it was better back then. Their ideal of fasting is probably a lot different than our idea of fasting. Yeah. I'm sure they were allowed to drink water or like the practices of fasting today, like intermittent fasting, probably doesn't stretch for as long as ours does and mm-hmm. you can probably drink water. Yeah. I love when people are so shocked. 
No, you can't even you can't drink water. Not even water, man. Not even water. And we're just like, uh, uh yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should try it sometime. No. <laughs> You're so salty. I could never do that. I could never do that. I, I do not do have do the that. self-control for that. I'm like, I'm like okay. you haven't even tried. <laughs> okay, sucks for you, bro. Maybe you should try it sometime. Unless you have like a legit reason why yeah. you need to diet. Then yeah. Okay. Anyway. Here's your segment. I finished. <laughs> All right. All right. My segment the most popular diet plans of today. Starting off with the one everyone knows and no one shuts up about, veganism. Woo! Yay, vegans. This is the segment for you. Or if you are looking Wait, into no, it. You're skipping the meat, remember? Vegans, how could you do this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just a joke. Okay, anyway. That was pretty bad. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm joking. So, veganism, for those of you who are living under a boulder and don't know what it is, it basically means that you cannot consume any animal products whatsoever. That includes eggs, milk, meat, obviously, anything to do with meat or animal substances is off limits. You cannot eat it. You're basically just eating grass all the time. I'm <laughs> what no, kind I'm of grass? <laughs> wink. <laughs> the good grass. <laughs> wink, wink. Okay, anyway. Um, so... The pros and cons, so so for all the diet plans, I'm going to be talking about the pros and cons of each one. So for veganism, the pros are that you consume less saturated fat since you're not eating meat, milk, or eggs that do include saturated fat. Although it is good to have a little bit of saturated fat every now and then, so don't think that it's bad if you have any little pro tip there. Uh, and also veganism helps lower blood pressure so it keeps your blood pressure pretty steady and it also prevents diabetes development so for anyone who is at risk of developing diabetes you might want to look into veganism possibly and also the cons because everything has a bad side or a negative side effect to it the cons of veganism are that protein intake is an issue because you're not eating meat obviously um there's nothing so so you have to get your protein from like soy or uh, a type of substitutes like tofu or something like that. And then you also lack vitamin B12. And vitamin B12 is very important because... I forgot the reason why. <laughs> uh, I had it here somewhere. Because it's a vitamin. Well, yeah. Vitamins are important in general. So eat your vitamins. It's a very vital vitamin. Interesting. <laughs> uh, and then also um, excessive weight loss can circle back around and you can gain weight very quickly and very easily. So you might want to watch out for that. I also heard that with veganism, it's very hard to go back to eating normal food. Or it's like if you eat well, it's so hard to eat unhealthy food mm -hmm. because like your stomach literally cannot handle the meat or like cannot handle like oily food or like gross food and stuff like that yeah so if you're like really serious about going vegan then or if you like just want to try it out just like really consider the possibilities and all the options but if you're really serious about going vegan then live your life bro that's all yeah. i gotta say i think it's a great way to like live i respect it <laughs> yeah i respect it but i don't do it i can't survive without chicken yeah anyway i need, I need chicken yeah that's like us. that okay that's literally us complaining about people who are like i can't fast it's like I can't yeah <laughs> Here's the thing. I would if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. There's, But anyway. So the next diet I'm going to talk about is the caveman diet or the fancy word paleolithic diet. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. This is basically eating like our primitive ancestors from thousands of years ago. Uh, it includes uh, eating 
lean meat, fish, fruit and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and eggs. Basically everything on the food pyramid except for fats or like sugars and grains and carbs and refined stuff. And, you know, like I said, it's like being a vegan except you have meat in in the mix. Hmm. Uh, and it excludes, like I said, uh, refined sugar, grain-based food, wheat, dairy, processed meats, etc. So no hot dogs. Sorry, guys. Can't have hot dogs. <laughs> So the pros of the Paleolithic diet is that it doesn't require calorie budgeting, so you don't have to really keep track of the calorie intake. And also the 80-20 options, meaning that you follow this diet 80% of the time, it allows for more flexibility so that you have more leeway uh, in your diet and how much you eat and how often you practice it and stuff like that. And then the cons of the Paleolithic diet is that it depends on high meat consumption because again, our primitive ancestors, they hunted meat all the time, you know? So that's mm-hmm. where a major- majority of the protein comes from. Nice. Also, obviously, it's not recommended for vegetarians. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Uh, and it also cuts out crucial food groups like dairy and grain. But like Yasmin said about grains, I don't think grain is really that super crucial. Mm-hmm. So take what you will. I mean, like carbs are kind of crucial but not to the extent where you eat six to eleven servings a day yeah (laughs) (laughs) and also the paleolithic diet is not based on any hard evidence and it still requires more research before people really consider it as like a lifestyle so Mm -hmm. it's good to like try out if you want to like be health if you want to be healthier i would recommend or i wouldn't recommend but like it's recommended that you try it to be more healthier but yeah i i think i think i'll try it out it doesn't look that bad yeah but Yeah. <laughs> but I can't survive without hot Cheetos. She needs the hot Cheetos. I'm such a fat No, that's your, that's your like 20 part. Okay. Yeah. Cool, just that works. Do it. Do it. Like the 80, 20 and that, that'll be your 20 part. So it's all the hot Cheetos. Yeah. I'm, I'm such a badass. I swear to God. Okay. It's anyway. okay. <laughs> so the next diet plan is the five to two diet basically means you eat five days of eating normally, uh, meaning women, uh, you don't eat any more than 500 calories and men, you don't eat any more than 600 calories. And then you go two days of the week with fasting. So the pros of this is that you're dieting for two days or quote unquote dieting, meaning you're fasting for two days. And that's easier than doing the whole week or the whole month. Cough, cough, Ramadan, cough, cough. (laughs) Um, And also it is effective at reducing calorie intake and losing fat. And also the rules are easy to follow. You just eat for five days and you don't for two. Pretty simple. The cons of it, however, is that cutting out meals on fasting days can cause a lot of side effects like headaches, irritability, tired tiredness, dehydration, vitamin deficiencies, and that obviously affects oh, yeah. like... It just kind of sounds like you're starving yourself for two days. Just for two days, yeah. Okay. So, and then also it's been associated with sleeping problems. So like if you don't eat, then you can't sleep. But for me, I just sleep anyway. So, <laughs> And then also it may lead to overeating on non-fasting days. So like binge eating when you can't eat again. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if you were to do this, the school days, like during the school days, you eat normally. Now on the weekends, you don't eat. What a nightmare. That's literally the worst, right? Well, like, what a nightmare. On the weekends, that's supposed to be the days where you're like partying, like eating out with your friends and blah, blah, blah. But like if you just do that to yourself, like I don't know about that. Ew. I like the, I don't know. I don't like this because it's like 500 calories. That's like one meal and you have to do that for two days. Like even in Ramadan, it, like you still eat a breakfast or you're supposed to eat a breakfast and supposed to eat dinner. <laughs> And I think that some, some people is, don't eat breakfast. But yeah, I know. I hate. I can't. Like I. So you go zombie coming down. Like. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I have to wake up in the morning. I don't care. 
<laughs> also, this diet does require more research. So before you do it, look into it more for sure. Next diet plan, the Weight Watchers, Weight pro- Watchers. program, which I'm sure everyone knows about Weight Watchers. They've seen the infomercials when they're <laughs> teen totters. And basically, the Weight Watchers program is they have a point system. Food items have a certain value. And uh, what Weight Watchers does is they take into account the fiber, protein, carbohydrate, and fat intake of that item. Also, the diet encourages steady weight loss at a rate of two pounds per week. Hmm. So the pros are the point system means that you virtually don't have any cap that applies to fruits and vegetables you can eat. So like eat all the fruits and vegetables you want. That's a pro, I guess, if you care about that. Nice. And there's also these safety net points that can be accumulated for a special occasion. So like you can like once in a while have like a cheesecake and not feel guilty about it. Because the Weight Watchers program is like, you earned this. Have a cheesecake. Yay. Actually, that's kind of (laughs) cute. Yeah, I kind of like that. But like every diet plan, there's cons. The cons Uh are that. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know why I said it so dramatically. So the point system, although it's good, it could also be difficult and time consuming for new people who are just starting this program. So you might be discouraged early on. Like you won't get that many points. It's like, it's like, oh, I only have 20 points. Actually, I don't know how the points work, but like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't have that many points. I can't lose two pounds. Oh, oh, oh. like, I don't know. Something like that. And then also Weight Watchers exp- uh, are super expensive. Like the products. Oh, really? Yeah. Like any other diet and or like trying to be healthy in general is just super expensive. So, <laughs> so. Is, so do they have, um like, are there foods specifically like branded as like Weight Watchers foods? Yeah. They're like frozen foods. Like that I've seen at least. Huh, interesting. But, like, they also look really unappetizing. So Ew, disgusting. If y'all are going to try to get people to do your program, try to make it more... Pretty? Yeah. <laughs> or at least tasty. Uh, you know, something like that. <laughs> We're just adding Weight yeah. Watchers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, anyway. All right, and the last one we're going to be talking about is the keto diet, which everyone's heard about uh, besides the vegan diet. So the ketogenic diet, that's the full name of keto. Before I can like get into the pros and cons of it, let me kind of explain what what it does. So basically there's this thing called ketogenesis, which is the natural process your body reverts to when there's not enough glucose in your body to use as energy. So it's kind of like a built-in backup generator for your body. And basically the body breaks down fat and creates ketones as an energy source and when glucose is low your body dips into the ketones that have been made from ketogenesis for energy and then this state your body's in is called ketosis wait i think i like kind of know about this so like this is like it like eats up your your, your, like storage of fat to Mm -hmm. burn energy yeah so it's yeah okay never mind yeah and so the keto diet basically keeps your body in a state of ketosis that sounds kind of dangerous yeah, it so you're like, basically just changing your whole body's energy. Which, yeah, you're trying to, like, burn fat fast, like, through, like, using it f- for energy. And, like, that sounds like your body's in a constant state of thinking it's, like, starving. So I'll get into, the, like, the pros and cons of keto, but that's definitely one of them, of one of the cons, obviously. Uh, <laughs> not a pro. So the pros of keto is that it reduces seizures caused by epilepsy. Ooh. So, uh, and also the health parameters associated with carrying excess weight improved, such as insulin resistance, high blood pressure, and elevated cholesterol and triglycerides. And then also carb restriction can have a direct impact on glucose concentrations, lowering lowering them over time. 
and then also the Warburg effect, which is an abnormal dependence on glycosis as the sole source of ATP creation, even in the presence of oxygen seen in many cancer cells, has established that tumor cells can break down glucose much faster, specifically 200 times faster compared to typical cells. So basically, by quote-unquote starving tumor cells of glucose, you can inhibit their growth and help prevent cancer. Wait, that's really interesting. Yeah, so basically the keto diet is if you have a medical condition or you're prone to cancer or anything like that. So this is more like a medical diet from what I see. It's not like a diet you just try out. I wonder how it got so popular. I don't know, because people are dumb, probably. (laughs) They don't have the right information, but yeah. And then the cons of keto is that there's an increased risk of kidney stones and osteoporosis which is like bone it's like when your bones have like holes in them or like they're really brittle a lot of older women get get osteoporosis yeah so you don't want to be an old lady with kidney stones and osteoporosis when you're like 20 and also uh increased blood levels of uric acid which is a risk factor for gout gout I'm not wish really, I'm not really 100% familiar with medical terms, but yeah. Gout's is like But she is. What? What's gout? I okay, I don't know for certain, but I know that like older people get it and it's like I don't know, I think it has something to do with like your fat or like your legs like eating. I don't I don't actually know, but I've read about it and I forgot. Yeah, so basically you just don't want to deal with what your grandparents might be dealing with without the keto diet. So also because whole fruit food groups are excluded, like a lot of things. Yeah, because um, like you're cutting out carbs, right? To avoid yeah. glucose. Uh, nutrients typically found in foods like whole grains and fruit that are restricted from the diet can lead to deficiencies, especially if the diet is followed incorrectly or without proper guidance, like how people just are like, I'm just going to try keto and see how it goes. And it doesn't work out because mm-hmm. they're dumb and they actually have deficiencies. Um, okay. And then there's, you know, who's tried keto? Sorry to both. Wait, finish first. Uh, okay. And then the last thing I'm going to talk about is the keto flu, which, um, basically happens when you, when you're first starting out and you're transitioning into this diet so like when you're first starting out you may experience uncomfortable side effects like hunger headaches nausea fatigue irritability constipation and brain fog that may last days because you significantly cut carbs because like you're not eating any of the carbs essentially and then like the last con is obviously it's hard to maintain because it's really hard yeah and it's like you're changing the process of your body basically Mm -hmm. anyway so i'm just gonna call her our mutual friend she tried keto because she okay so basically she thought that she was having like problems with like either gluten or like just in general with her body because she has she has a lot of like headaches and migraines and like it's very painful for her Mm -hmm. so she went on keto for a a little bit i think i believe it was keto or some sort of diet similar to keto and it was basically hell and then she just, she just stopped and she was like, I'm out. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I'm out. Uh, the story is she went to go get allergies testing and she found out she's almost allergic to everything. Oh, yeah. And that's why she has migraines. Including her dog. Yeah. Oh, tragedy. Her dog's Tragic. so cute, though. Oh, her dog. But anyway, so like she definitely did try it because she thought she like had some sort of condition. But yeah, anyway, thought it was interesting. Yeah. So in conclusion... With any diet, uh, not just keto, but be more aware, have the right information, do research, and just be 100% sure about this diet before you go into it. Because people just think like, oh, it's a diet, like I'm just changing my eating habits. You're essentially changing your whole life around what you eat. Yeah. So. I mean, eating is like one of the three most important things. 
after uh, breathing and sleeping. Yes, and, sh- and shelter. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Well, breathing, sleeping, eating. What else? That's about it. It's all we need. It's <laughs> <laughs> all you need to survive. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Just like do your research. Um, don't be dumb. Segment three. Pros and cons of diet culture. I'm afraid I'm like way too close to the mic. I'm going to move this back. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, okay, so what are some of the pros? What do we like about like diets and fad diets? Just dieting in general. I think diets are are good because it gives you a blueprint on how to be how to have better eating habits and how to be healthier. And it also like get and there's obviously like a lot of benefits like you may get more vitamins, you feel better about yourself and obviously weight loss, fat burning, huge bonus. Uh, that's why I think dieting is good. I agree with you. But here's a more selfish reason why I like diet culture or like why it's been picking up, especially like veganism, is because mm-hmm. for someone like me who like eats whole, ugh, why could I not say that? I think I need to drink water. Give me like a hot minute. Hot minute over. Okay. What you need to uh, say? Okay, much better. My throat's not super dry and gross, and I don't sound like I'm 60 years old. Uh, okay, the reason I like like the popularity of like vegan diet or gluten free or whatever or anything that's like vegetarian is because it's good for me because I eat halal. Me too. Yeah. And so, like, I'm just reaping the benefits of vegan people. And then also... Yeah, thanks, vegan people. Uh, thanks, vegan people. Now we can have Impossible Whoppers. Yes. Or we can have Sofritas from Chipotle. The best. <laughs> I, so love Chipotle. I love Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle's my love. Okay. Also, I kind of like it because gluten-free has become really popular now. And mm-hmm. so, like, for someone... Like, in our society, like, gluten is literally in everything and everywhere. And, like, it's so hard to find things that don't have gluten in it. And for people who have celiac or just cannot stomach gluten, it's great for them because at least they can, like, have a chance to, like, go out and, like, eat food with their friends or, like, just have, like, a nice meal. Yeah. Um, there are some downsides to that, too, which is um, we'll get there in the cons. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I do like the idea of, like, the feeling good part because... Uh, number one, it's like, you know, you feel good when you have a routine for yourself, mm-hmm. um, but you also feel good because, like, if you are balancing, like, your sugar with, like, healthy foods with, like, vitamins and stuff, I mean, that really helps, like, your brain and your mental health, and it's, like, you know, the healthy body, healthy mind, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So, what are some of our cons? Are you done with pros? Got anything else to add? Not really. Okay. There's a lot of cons, though, sadly. Um, Yes, yeah, so let's jump to those cons, and would you like to start, or would you like me to start? Uh, I can start. So cons are, like I said before, deficiencies can occur depending on what diet you do. So like you can have vitamin de- deficiencies, carb deficiencies, or anything like that. And then also capitalism sucks. Capitalism. <laughs> capitalism sucks because a lot of healthy products are a lot like more expensive and it's actually harder to be healthy honestly yeah and it's also like more expensive for the government or whatever to give us healthy food mm-hmm. what because like 80 80 percent of the food we eat is corn because that's yeah. the cheapest crop and i know this because we i watched like 300 documentaries about it in my <laughs> food science class but um the commercialization of healthy food is just a really big obstacle to being healthier and that's why like people who are a lot more wealthy they can afford to like be fit and do vegan be a vegan or whatever because they can afford it right honestly what i'm thinking is like 
You know how we produce enough grain to feed the entire population? Well, like, why don't we take some of those resources we use to produce grain and we use them to produce more fruit or more vegetables so then you know, the price of it goes down or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's, like, a possible solution, but I don't know. It's just something I'm thinking about. Of yeah, course, like, sure. there's always, like, nuances and I'm, it's not that easy, but, like... Mm-hmm. Um, just something to think about. Food for thought. Yes. No pun intended. Food for thought. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. And then also one thing I want to talk about is like, like you said, commercialization. So like for people who are gluten-free, the upcharge is so expensive. Oh, yeah. So that's like a lot harder for people who actually cannot eat gluten at yeah. all versus like people who are just doing it because it's a diet right. thing. Like I was at uh, IHOP with, um, sorry, IHOP. Uh, IHOP. I was at IHOP with my friend who's like, who like cannot eat gluten. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, they were like, she was like, can I get my pancakes gluten-free? And they were, they said like, that's going to be an upcharge of like $4. And it's like, number one, why are you calling it an upcharge? <laughs> it's not like she's like choosing this. Yeah. Um, and then. I don't know. Because like, that, that's how often gluten-free people or like gluten-free dieting people. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just like, it, it was, that was a little too much. I know, like, because, Mm. like, gluten is made in a separate place or, like, a separate facility that, you know, obviously the uh, charge for, you know, creating it, creating it, uh, creating, like, gluten-free flour is probably more, but, like, still, it's, like, kind of mm, Mm. a lot. (laughs) Mm, You know, it's crazy. Yeah. $4 upcharge, upcharge, though. I can't talk. (laughs) You know what I... $4. For, okay, so I went to Piata the other day because, like... Oh, my God. Bougie. Bougie. But, like, my staff wanted to, like, um, eat out after our, like, meat mm-hmm. and salmon. For newspaper, by the way. Yes, for newspaper. And salmon over there was, like, a $4 upcharge. And it was so the only dumb. It was the only thing I could eat that was protein-based. So, rip. <laughs> That's so stupid. I yeah. hate... I hate bougie places. <laughs> Down with the rich. I'm going anyway. to McDonald's. <laughs> I'm going to McDonald's. I'm getting a fish filet. And a Coke. And, and a fries. I'm just kidding. That's so unhealthy. Um, no, I want to eat my mom's food. <laughs> Love you, mom. Okay, anyway. Uh, are there any more cons? Oh, diet culture. Um, I know a lot of crazy vegans. Not personally, thank God. But I know a lot of people who are vegans and they're crazy out there. Like that one lady on Twitter who tried to make her fennec fox a vegan. If you don't know what a fennec fox is, it's a carnivorous animal. Meaning they, their diet only consists of meat. They cannot eat vegetables or they will literally die. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Like their body can only process that. What the hell? Yeah, and so this lady's like literally insane, and, uh, and like everyone on Twitter called her out, like you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, don't make your carnivorous animals into vegans because you're a monster essentially. Um, I also think in in another aspect, it's like toxic in that like dieting becomes about losing weight and uh, like idealism, or it's mm-hmm. it and it's about like achieving the perfect figure or form or whatever. And, like, that's, I mean, number one, overrated. Uh, (laughs) First of all. Overrated. Number two, it's, like, dieting shouldn't be about, like, punishing yourself because, like, you know, you're, you're like, I don't know, you know, quote, unquote, the wrong shape or whatever. Like, who Mm -hmm. cares, whatever. It should be about more, like, getting yourself into a healthy lifestyle. Um, For sure. And, like, you know, reducing your risk of disease and stuff like that. It should be something that, like, you feel motivated to do, not because, like, 
you hate out of like self hate, more like out of like self love almost. I feel like I sounded like super cliche. <laughs> In conclusion, just love yourself. Just love yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> you love me. Um, We're one big happy family. No. <laughs> the great. No, I'm okay. I'm <laughs> also, yeah, dieting is kind of like a short term solution. There is no like all for one, yeah, all for one cure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that easy you have to work for things bro yeah life isn't just gonna give you a good body or a healthy body yeah you gotta work for it i'm not gonna stop feeling like crap because i'm doing keto (laughs) (laughs) in fact it makes you feel more like crap yeah if you're if you're someone like me who like doesn't need to do it it's like probably makes you feel like crap (laughs) yeah exactly so Uh, again do your research don't be dumb and love yourself love yourself love yourself Yes. And listen to the BTS album. <laughs> St- stream it on Spotify now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, uh, the stand is well, coming out of me. Oh my God. Well, this was an episode. I-, I thought it was pretty interesting. What did you think? I liked it. Probably inciting me to be healthier more. Yeah. But also don't be dumb about it. I kind of want to be like a little bit more conscious about what I eat, but I know I'm going to think that and then Two days later, I'm uh, like, eh, look at this Oreo. Screw it. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to, like, take away those Oreos from take you. Take away the Oreos from my brother. So <laughs> oh, from your brother, especially. But, like, definitely, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, cut back on, like, sugary uh, drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm trying to incorporate, like, I'm, I'm trying to eat, like, a banana every day for breakfast instead of <laughs> eating, like, just, like, carbs. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, find more fruits I like. Um, so, hopefully... I can do that, you know. So, yeah, that's the tea. Anyway. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I was about to say watching. If you guys uh, uh, want to follow us on social media, you can follow us out on Instagram at no underscore time underscore like underscore now underscore <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, and you can follow us on Twitter, which I haven't updated in a while. Uh, but you can still follow us at NTLN underscore podcast or just search up no time like now. And you can find us there. Also, if you have any uh, ideas for a topic that you think we should cover, please email us at ntlnpodcast at gmail.com or DM us on social media. Yes. This is probably the most organized outro so far. (laughs) Yes, you're doing a great job. And I'm sorry for talking your ear off during this episode. I've been like so hyper for no reason. Oh, that's totally fine. I'm As long as we get more content. (laughs) Uh, Also, we have... Uh, this new segment called Duck, Duck. or Did You Know? Um, it's where we talk about things you didn't know. Surprisingly, right? What? I don't know something? What? <laughs> yeah, I there's ev- something you learn every day. So um, we have a first uh, episode out, or mini-sode, rather. Uh, you can check it out on our, wherever you can listen to our podcast. Apple, Apple Spotify, Anchor, wherever. And, um... Uh, yeah, be sure to check that out and we'll be back soon. Soon. <laughs> yes, soon. Bye. Bye.